Hey, with uh, Anastasia Wormuth, uh, she is the fan fiction screenplay winner for the Firefly TV show. I got to ask you, uh, Firefly, it's it's one of those those shows that that it's it's like there's only 14 episodes. Right. And it was yeah. done in like 2002. It's like over 20 years old. It's one of the it's a, it's still on uh, Disney Plus as we speak. It's on Disney Plus. It still gets great viewings like it's it's crossing the generation and made a, they made a movie a couple years later. Like, what's with this show? Like, like, why does they just, it doesn't die. This show does not die, even though it was canceled after 14 episodes. There's a huge following. And it seems the next generation is, is capturing that, that following. What, what's, what's going on with the show? What's up with it? Oh, I think, I think it's an amazing show because it kind of captures a lot of different genres. It's a Western, it's a space drama it's action it's got all of that but I I think that the real thing that has meant that it's gone on so long is it's just got so much potential that was never realized so there's all of these stories in there which I guess makes it great for fan fiction but just this sense that there's these amazing characters that are really strong really distinct um and we just want to know what happens to them so yeah I guess that's why I chose to write this particular one on Firefly because it just had that sense of potential and they made a movie right uh josh whedon is the creator of the show and it but they're still they're used you guys the fan base still wants more i guess right i uh, i'd say so and, and i mean you know his stuff has always been incredibly popular but this one was very short in terms of what it offered and it just gave that teaser for everyone who wanted to just jump on board and and see more and even the movie tied up a few loose ends but it didn't really see where all of those characters would go and everybody in like not everybody well almost all the cast has gone on to like great success of course nathan fillion and then but even like gina torres like with with suits and then even christina hedricks which she's in two great episodes this is long before mad men and she's fantastic in those episodes. And then, so there's all these like nice little juicy characters that like very strong females roles, which I'm sure you appreciate. One would assume. Absolutely. And, uh, and they've all, all these actors have gone on the great success too. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic to sort of, you know, you just switch on the television and go, oh, oh, that's someone from Firefly. Yeah. From, you know? from Firefly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then, so then there's something about this, right? I guess, right? So then, so even doing the, the spec script, it's like people are, are like, they, people in their early 20s know this show. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, because like, they're watching it on Disney Plus. I know. And so each generation just sort of linking into this show. And I mean, I kind of feel like Firefly is a little bit like sort of Star Wars. It's that big universe that has potential to, you know, jump into and, it's kind of like Indiana Jones crossed with, um, with uh, Star Wars. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know what's not to like. <laughs> it's got that. It definitely has that Spielberg Lucas vibe to it. I guess right. Like that's my generation, and uh, so that Generation X kind of like vibe to it. Where like you're right, it's action, Western action. It's a little bit fun. You're not really scared of the characters getting getting <laughs> of dying i guess right and it's like yeah it's a little bit it's a little there's a tinge of cartoonish with reality i guess right a hundred percent and it's got the comedy which i think gives you that sense so you know like star wars can take itself seriously but 
this just never does. And, yeah, it's always, oh, I guess Star Wars has a lot of humour in it, but this is throughout. And I think that, that that's something I really enjoy when you've got real stories with humour and that's very fun to play with. So the the spec where does it exist in the in the 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 Firefly universe? So the spec is the next episode that like of season three, I guess you know. So, so it's, it's after the movie. After, after well, the movie kind of sits separately because it kind of shifts the world a little bit. So I I see it as if the movie never happened. If you had you know the two seasons, and then this would be the next episode maybe before the movie because the movie kind of was a sense of it had happened later on um but also repeated some of the stuff so it doesn't really sit in a continuum um but yeah so the next thing that would have happened you know after the end of you know the the final season final show which was where a bounty hunter entered the ship and had taken over and they just got free of this bounty hunter so so how do you like so what's your process of of uh, first of all what motivated you to write the script? Um well I kind of thought about the genre a lot because it's uh it's basically a sort of a western it's this sort of idea of a space where there's kind of a lack and also I was thinking like you know pirate ships those sorts of things and um so I sort of came up with the idea of a plague ship which is that that, you know, in space, you know, resources are scarce, you know, the ability to deal with issues is limited. So you have to sort of deal with them yourself as, you know, a small crew. And um, so I came up with the idea of a plague ship, which was a few months before COVID hit. So that was kind of a bit of a shock to me, I guess, when, but that sense of being in a small confined space, being scared and how that then reveals character, because when you're scared, that's when you sort of find out who you really are and how how those characters behave in that um, in that space where you know that they've got a virus that's after them and they just can't get away from it. So, what's the process of making of writing the script? Like, do you know these characters back of your hand? Like, do you do you know like what their what the tone is? Because it's all about kind of nailing the tone, I guess, of the show. Oh, 100%. So I, I knew the show really well. Um, I rewatched it a bit, particularly to get those voices of the characters. So Joss Whedon does really specific voices. Um, so it's almost like you can just start talking in those voices and you get a sense of them. Um, but I also spend a lot of time just kind of trying to get myself in the headspace of the characters. So particularly the ones that will drive the the action um and I don't know it's kind of like being bipolar I've got those two sort of head spaces that are talking to themselves inside my head and that's that's how I get that and particularly when I get to the dialogue that's where I can really get into those characters heads so you kind of like the the first step was kind of like plotting out the episode and then going from there um I, yeah I probably started with like a broad plot and then wrote a little bit and then tried to work out all of those technical issues of trying to make sure that the science works and that the that the plot works from sort of start to finish and it makes sense. Um, I did a lot of um, sort of index cards of, you know, laying out the different points of the story and worked out, you know, what should happen next, how do we shift from one act to the next. Um, I decided to use a five-act structure, which worked really well for this because it's sort of, this sort of slow revealing of different levels of threat that build on. So each act kind of builds on the next, but sort of still sits sort of separate from it, 
from the one before. So all of a sudden, ah, oh, here's this new threat that they've got to deal with. Gotcha. And then so like it's a nice example of your writing style because it's like the interesting thing is like it's like I said, it's a 20 year old show, but it's like it's, it's almost people know it like like <laughs> people know the show. It's 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 kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. And and really, it's a universal kind of action story. So, you know, you, you've got a group of people dealing with a problem and that's what a lot of shows do. So this was just a, a good one. Like you, this could have been a Doctor Who episode. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's not limited to to um, this particular show, this type of story, but I was just able to take the characters that existed and create that story. What, what, uh, pardon my ignorance, but what happened with like the, with what happened to the show? Because the, he, like, so the creator of the show who's gone on to, you know, like doing the Avengers and, and, uh, and basically gone on to like, uh, movie success, but he was the creator of Buffy, which was this gigantic show, right? So the tail end of yeah. Buffy, he creates Firefly. And you're thinking, well, Buffy's like this huge show. And, uh, and it's like it's made a ton of money for the network. What and so they're going to give this guy a lot of freedom with Firefly. What do you know what happened? Like why they canceled it? Um, why they canceled Firefly? I think I don't know exactly why they canceled it, but I have a feeling it was probably to do with cost. Um, he did do other shows, so he did Angel, which ran for a long time, which was sure, yeah, then he had Angel in yeah. the Buffy yeah, world, which is off um, of Buffy, right. He did Dollhouse. He also did the movie Cabin in the Woods. Um, yeah. And no, but I'm saying like right in that moment. So Buffy's finishing off. It's 2002, right? And he's yeah. got he's got a spinoff of Angel, and then he's creating this other show, and like he's the big star of, of TV in the in the moment, right? Like he's he's like you know what I mean? Like a, he's yeah. the who's the creator of uh, of oh my god the. I was Shauna Shauna Rhimes. He's like the Shonda of like of the early two thousands, right? Like he's yeah, the guy, yeah. and it's like a so you figure they they just let him do what he wants to do, right? You you would think so, and I look, I you can't really get yourself in the mind of you know the big producers because they've got like yeah just a way of thinking about things. And look, I I to tell you the truth, I didn't actually even get into this show until I was a big Buffy fan, yeah. but I didn't actually, I saw the movie first. So all of that furor over, um, you know, trying to get the show and there were protests and petitions and those sorts of things, like it was yeah. massive. If but, you, yeah. Maybe, I, I, I was, you, maybe you were like the, the maybe you were the last one to push the rock over, over the cliff, maybe that, if you knew if you were a fan of the show at the beginning, maybe they would have, <laughs> maybe, maybe they would maybe. still be on the air. You never know. <laughs> yeah. Or it might've just not come to Australia. I can't even remember. Like yeah. I just remember that. Oh, there's this big show. The show has been canceled, but there's this great movie and we've got to watch it. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, great show. Got to watch the show. <laughs> and I probably got the DVDs. I think that's probably how I entered the world. I never had access to it on television. Yeah. All right, so so basically, so you your screenwriter, like you've written other screenplays, one would assume, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I've just finished um, an advanced diploma of screenwriting. Um, so I've written, I've written and produced short films, but um, yeah, just trying to sort of break into the industry, I guess. I've got um, quite a few sort of 
original television ideas and a film feature film that I'm working on so just different ways to you know learn the craft and get into the industry and so what did you uh and then you, you decided you found our festival and you decided okay like they're gonna they can they'll take this this spec I guess right of the of the show are you able to send it to other other festivals other contests Look, I think because it's not original, like it's not an original show, there's probably limited places I could send it. I saw fan fiction and I was like, what? How, how can there be a fan fiction film festival? I was like so impressed because, you know, I used to write fan fiction. I think fan fiction is a great way to get into writing. And I thought film festival. And then I was like, oh, I've got a spec script just sitting in the drawer that was just sort of um, an a episode that I'd written for class, um, you know, just to learn the process of being able to write in someone else's voice for a television show, which is what you need to do if you're writing for television. So it was really a practice exercise, but I really liked the script and I thought, yeah, this, this, I can send this one in and, um, you know, see, see how it goes. And it was great hearing, you know, um, the actors read out the parts and yeah, and they did a great job and, it's just, yeah, really exciting to see this actually be, you know, presented in some way where I think otherwise it wouldn't have got an audience at all and probably I should have posted on archive of its own or something like that where some fans can read the scripts. What did, uh, um, what, is, what was your, when you started writing, you said you started writing fan fiction, what were you writing fan fiction for when you started writing? Uh, oh, like this is a long time ago. It's probably how I got into writing. So I write prose and screenplays, but I started um, writing fan fiction for a show called Torchwood, which is a spin-off of Doctor Who. Um, and it was really like another one of those shows that didn't last an awful lot, long time. And, you know, it was a chance for me to go, these are the characters I love and, um, you know, I, I want to be able to write what happens to them. So, yeah, that, that's that's where I sort of started and I learnt a lot writing fan fiction because, you've got the world set up, you've got the characters set up so that you're just creating story and you're trying to get yourself into characters' heads, but you've got a head start. And I think that's really good for emerging writers to to give it a go. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Like I said, like they, a lot of agents and producers want that kind of like an example that you can understand the tone of a show and like, like I said, do you, do you ever think that this show's ever gonna? I'm sure it's been talked about to death, and and but uh, and yeah, obviously the actors are. It's gonna be a new show because the actors are are older and and uh, they're they're in different lives. But do you ever think well, they'll ever make the show ever get remade? Because it seems like all this new all these shows are getting done redone. I guess right. Like we just watched uh, no, Frasier. Like... Frasier just got yeah. rebooted. You figured that that this show would get rebooted. Oh, quite possibly. I mean, everything gets rebooted. I actually, I find it kind of sad seeing reboots sometimes because I think that they had, you know, there was an essence to the original yeah. that's just lost. And, you know, you'll never have another show that's exactly the same because, you know, in terms of that mix of actors, I think it was just perfect. But, you know, that if it can be presented to a new audience, that's great. Like, seeing Mean Girls recreated for, you know, a new audience that are getting something out of it and can connect to it because it's written for them with them in mind. So there probably won't be a firefly that I'll connect to in the same way, but hopefully maybe some future audience will 
you know, get something like that. And I, I also think that shows like this will inspire other people to create shows. And I see screenwriters creating shows. I'm like, that's just like Firefly. That's great. I want to see yeah. that on television. Yeah, there's a there's a danger element to it, right? Where like where like obviously they need Nathan Nathan Phil. If they're gonna redo it, they would get they would need the cast to come back, and then Whedon would want to come would have to come back too. And then it's also like, well, they got those fourteen episodes in a bottle, right? Why would you like? And then the future episodes kind of like dictate the legacy of those those ep fourteen episodes. That happened previously so then why would you want to mess with that why would you like ah uh, i will i don't think they should they yeah. kind of did it with um red dwarf and it 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 was never quite the same when it came back after such a length of time just to yeah. see those characters didn't have their youth that played to their characters so they had to play different characters in a, in a way so i think that you'd have to do a full reboot for this to work at all and um I don't know. Who knows? It really depends on how much money people are spending on television because it's yeah. not cheap to do these big epic dramas. Yeah, but that, that said, the other flip side of the coin is that they can make a ton of money, even though they're probably all okay with that in a financial standpoint. But also, like you can, it could be great. You know what I mean? Like it's like <laughs> it could be great. Like they're like it could be really, really good, and can even make the other shows better right so it's all it's all toss of the coin it's all it's all risk reward oh, but it's like it could be cool to, for them to come back right because he's still got that charm the nathan billion yeah. actor like he's still got that kind of he's got that wit and he's a working actor like he's always doing something yeah. right so a hundred percent and look he's a harrison ford type actor i think those two are very similar in the way they play their characters is that that they're wise cracking, they've kind of got the hard edge, but that you know, the soft underbelly. The there's the, to them, yeah. And that they just take a hit. The way that, you know, Nathan Fillion can get beat up and really show his pain and then just get up in this sort of almost comedic way. So he's a hero, but he's also a buffoon. And I think those two things play really nicely together that make it very easy to connect to as opposed to, you know, a hero who is just strong and you know there's no there's no way into them yeah he is who he is he's there's that the, the all the all, all shucks kind of kind of guy right where and he's he's yeah. but he's fearless people we like the fearless character yeah yeah to be able to just jump right in and but you know like what would a firefly reboot be if you gender swapped some of these things what would that look like and i think that would also be really interesting so you know and sometimes taking these things and creating something new i think that's you know that's where television should be is constantly pushing the boundaries and creating new stories and new worlds and you know reboots are great but sometimes we just want something you know startling and new and that's great like see the expanse um stories they are just amazing space journeys all right. On that note, congratulations. We're so honored to show your, um, to perform your screenplay. It's fantastic. And uh, yeah, it's, it's so great that, that you're even in a little, little small way, you're keeping the show going. And it's uh, like I said, there's, it's crossing generations. There's people watching the show now that who weren't even born when it came out. Right. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. Just keep it going and keep writing fan fiction. And thank you so much for this competition. I think it's just a, a wonderful wonderful competition and, and opportunity for, you know, writers to try out something 
in a world that they love. Yeah, hundred percent. And it, like I said, from a business standpoint, it's good for the writer to to showcase their talent through other like like understand tone, understand the character, understand like yeah. watch something and study it and understand. And then like so then when you go into writer's room, that's what you're doing for shows, exactly. right? So exactly. all right, thank you so much for your time. And we'll let's talk again when we form your next script. Oh, thanks, Matthew. And I'll let people know about the competition. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Heisenberg Incorporated.